The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I... Good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina. For Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. I'm also the editor at SonsLibertyMedia.com. Glad to have you guys with us here on Tuesday morning. Yes, I'm looking a little red today. I don't know why. It was happening yesterday, too. Uh, one of my lights is gone. I'm going to see if I can get that fixed today. But uh, for those of you who are viewing, those of you listening by Red State Talk Radio, you're going, what are you talking about? Uh, looking a little red today. <laughs> Sorry about that. If you want to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com, SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you want to watch the video portion of the show, you can do so at SonsofLibertyMedia.com. That's right. You can see the face that's made for radio. You can go right there, and we're going live right there on the side, uh, right side of the page. You can hover over that and enlarge the video portion of the show. I'm going to be showing you uh, several things this morning, and, um, and and we'll get to that in just a moment. You can also catch the live video feed on my Twitter account, at FPPTim. That's tied to my Periscope account, which is Setting Brush Fires. We've had some friends join us there the past couple of mornings, as well as um, uh, some guys over at DLive. DLive.tv is The Sons of Liberty. Our Facebook page is Bradley Dean SOL. YouTube channel is B Dean Sons of Liberty. And I'll finally, we're on BeforeIt'sNews.com every weekday morning at 6 a.m., 8 a.m. on Saturdays, Eastern Time, and uh, 3 p.m. Eastern from Monday through Saturday, Bradley's on, on Before It's News. You can also catch us on Spreely, Gab, Mealy Minds, and, excuse me, Spreely, Gab, MeWe Minds, and USA.Life. I'm trying to do a, two or three things here at once. And then finally, if you're listening by way of radio or you're watching my video, you got a comment you want to make, I got a question or anything like that, you're free to call in. We'd love to hear from you. 215-TOP-TALK, 215-867-8255. No Chinese buffet. We're going to stick to the issue that we're talking about today. In fact, this is probably going to be another one of those videos um, that the CEO Nazi style um, person over there at YouTube has come on, what's her name? Susan Wachowski. Rachowski, whatever her name is. I, I'm not trying to mispronounce it by any means. Uh, this will be one that she probably wants to get away with, too, uh, despite the flip-flopping of who. And we'll get to who in just a little bit. However, today's topic, what I want to do is um, I didn't realize, uh, even though I edited Bradley's article yesterday and posted his deal on uh, the radio show, and I didn't even 
it didn't even dawn on me that he was going to be talking about one of the things that I was going to pick up on. And uh, so I'm going to kind of piggyback a little bit on what Bradley spoke about yesterday afternoon at three o'clock. And by the way, it's good to see all of you guys in the chat room. Uh, a bunch of you guys there this morning, Christine and Wes and John and Natalie, Don and Eric, Join, uh, Join, Andrea, Brian, uh, Randy, Jeffrey, Parker, Johnny, Michael, Matthew, Georgia, and <laughs> uh, I'm not even going to tell you the story about uh, what happened there. Sean and uh, Jennifer, we appreciate you guys' support, and uh, thank you for joining us this morning. Okay, so here's the thing. Melinda Gates has come out. Now, you know, some people have made a joke, um, and I I am not going to do it, okay, about the possible sexuality that might not be of Melinda Gates. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I that's not what I'm here to talk about. But I, I I know some people make those kinds of jokes like they did with Michelle Obama. That's not what I'm here to talk about. I'm here to talk about the wicked behavior that she has. No wonder these two fit so well together. Okay? The wicked kind of concepts and thinking these people have it is just absolutely incredible. I mean, it really is. It's absolutely incredible. There's no doubt that when you start looking at things like vaccinations, they are a part of a plan. Now, I'm going to give you a little heads up. Thursday morning, I think it is, uh, we're going to be taking this to the next level because, you know, a lot of people will focus on the issue with um, the Gateses and they'll leave off all of the stuff it's tied to. It's specifically tied to, and this whole vaccination thing that's coming on is specifically tied to a global agenda. It's called Agenda 21, and it's expanded out Agenda 2030. Now, on Thursday, Lord willing, we're going to have Carrie Rivera back on. If you recall, she's the lady who has been working with a lot of children who had autism. And she's been using a compound, a natural compound, to treat those children with autism with pretty amazing results. Okay? We had her on before. We're going to kind of talk to her about this um, this vaccine summit that came up and, and bring that into perspective as to what went on uh, there where Bill Gates was speaking, Boris Johnson, all these guys, raising money and taking your money to use against you uh, in providing you a vaccine possibly mandatory, at least in some areas. We've had reports where Bill Gates has come out and he has uh, been accused, he is alleged to have paid off or tried to pay off and bribe an entire House of Representatives in a foreign country to pass mandatory vaccines. Compulsory vaccines is how they were given. This is that Bill Gates who said this, the world today has 6.8 billion people that's heading up to about $9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, listen to what's said. If we do a really great job on new vaccines, health care, and reproductive health services, we could increase the number of people who live. Is that what he said? No. He says we could lower that number 
by perhaps 10 to 15 percent. Uh, upwards of nine billion. I mean, you're getting pretty close to a billion yourself there. Um, well over a billion at his highest number, fifteen percent. So you can understand he is in the very vein of Planned Parenthood um, founder Margaret Sanger. In fact, it's very interesting. His father was the head of Planned Parenthood. That's right, the organization that has millions of Americans murdered over the past few decades. All because the American people will not just simply reject a Supreme Court ruling. It's not law. It never has been law. And where people have tried to institute law to protect murderers, hired hitmen for Planned Parenthood or other abortion aid. I mean, the other ones, the other 60, the other, the other baby murder mills that murder children in America are 60%. Planned Parenthood's only 40%. And it's a lot of babies they murder. And they get your government funding. We've already told you that. The Trump administration has continued to fund them. In fact, according to their own records and their own claims, the largest funding from government ever, with the largest number of baby murders performed ever under this pro-life administration. Just saying. Just saying. And yes, I have the documentation from Planned Parenthood. I've already shown it plenty of times. That's the way it is. So what happens when... Now, Bill's been talking for a while. He's had his uh, Event 201. He has had his ideas out there a while. So his wife comes on the scene. Now, this is interesting because the wife is saying things. And she's giving pointing, and I'll bet she has the same kind of thought process that Margaret Sanger had. In a 1939 letter to Dr. Clarence Gamble, Margaret Sanger wrote, and I quote, We should hire three or four colored ministers, preferably with social service backgrounds and with engaging personalities. The most successful educational approach to the Negro is through a religious appeal. We don't want the word to go out that we want to exterminate the Negro population. And the minister is the man who can straighten out that idea if it ever occurs to any of their more rebellious members. Now, remember, this is also the same woman, okay, and the Woman Rebel, Volume 1, Number 1, she wrote, and I quote, Our objective is unlimited sexual gratification without the burden of unwanted children. According to her, that women, they must have the right to live, to love, to be lazy, to be an unmarried mother, to create, to destroy. The marriage bed is the most degenerative influence in the social order. That is... That is the devil talking right there. Because my Bible tells me that the marriage bed is honorable. Right? And God will judge adulterers, and he's going to judge fornicators too. She said, The most merciful thing that a family does to one of its infant members is to kill it. That's Margaret Sanger. Let's fast forward. Oh, I don't know. 70, 80, 90 years into the future. 
Now we have Melinda Gates following on the heels of that. Time Magazine has covered this, all right? And um, one of the things that is rather interesting here is that we've got his wife coming out. And I'm not, I don't mean coming out, although some people might say that. <laughs> here's, here's the things that she wants to do with vaccinations. Remember, Bill said vaccines are part of the um, human production. Uh, we want to, to, to curb that. We want to have health care and vaccines, and we want to lower the population 10 or 15%. Melinda Gates came out in Time magazine. Here's, the, here's her five points, okay? The first people that need this vaccine, a vaccine they haven't even made yet, but they need it. You know, let me make a point here. You know the whole advertising scheme? Do you remember when advertising actually appealed to your intellect? It actually appealed to the fact that it worked, that it worked well, that it worked better than everything else that you had used if it was, I don't know, Mr. Clean, okay, or if it was, I don't know, uh, whatever they're selling, that it actually appealed to your intellect. This compared to this does this, this, this. Now it's about images and it's about how you feel. I mean, my goodness, we have big pharma going on television, presenting advertising so that you can go tell your doctor what you need and what you want. Imagine that. And the doctor's all too happy in many cases to go along with it because he's getting some kind of kickback from Big Pharma. Or he's been taught, well, I look up this book, you got this symptom, you need this kind of medicine. It's not really to heal you. It's to take care of your symptom. And once that symptom's taken care of, well, then that affects something else in your body. And then on and on it goes till they got you on 20, 30 medications. How many of you know people like that? And then the politicians join in. Oh, we need to lower the prescription rate because people are going to be choosing between the food in their refrigerator or their prescription medication. And they're all too happy to take your money and help those people pay for the prescription drugs that they didn't need in the first place. What they needed was somebody to tell them the truth about what they're eating, what they're taking in, things they should leave off, things they should put on. We talk about this with their health and wellness expert, Kate Shimarani, on Saturdays. That's what they needed in most cases. Not all, but most cases. That's what they need. So here's what Melinda Gates came out and said. The first people that need this vaccine are the 60 million healthcare workers around the world. They deserve to get it before anybody else. Then you start tearing. They deserve to get it. You look at these nurses over in the UK. I got to tell you, uh, Kate speaks about them. The people come out on their front porches and clap for them. These are the same people who are dancing around with a simulated dead body on their shoulders. Remember I showed you the video? wrapped up in plastic with COVID-19 stamped on their feet. Like they're dead. Cutting up. Oh, it's a war zone over there in the UK, isn't it? Oh, but see what they do? They stroke the nurses' egos. They make them feel like they're the most important people in the world. And they go right along with it. We've had numerous videos put out 
with these people acting like fools in the midst of the hospitals, dancing around, using props as trombones and drums and acting foolish when it's supposed to be so serious. Such a serious thing, this coronavirus, this COVID-19. It's supposed to be so serious. And here are these people acting like idiots, like little monkeys over there. That's what they're acting like. And Melinda Gates says they deserve it before anybody else. Well, (laughs) some people might say they deserve the effects of it. But you need to understand if they take out any of the healthcare workers that are necessary for traumatic things, what does that leave you with? What does that leave you with? You need to start thinking about this, America, and UK, and around the world. Second, she said, in the U.S., that would be black people next. Quite honestly, and many other people of color. <laughs> No, Melinda Gates isn't racist. She's not like Margaret Sanger. As I've told you before, the Bible is clear. It does not change. It hasn't changed. Okay? It just hasn't changed. Acts 17, 26. And he hath made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth and has determined their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings. I don't care what your skin color is. Guess what? You came from the same great, 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 great exponential grandpa and grandma that I have, Adam and Eve. Moses and his wife. Their three sons and their wives. You came from the same bloodline, if you will. Okay? We all came from the same parents. And here's Melinda Gates going, oh, we got to get black people, and then other people of color. Sounds just like Margaret Sanger. I'll bet in the back of her mind she says, oh, I wish we could reduce that black population. This is why they go to Haiti. This is why they go to Africa, and they want to test those guinea, they want to make those um, kids as guinea pigs there, and the people as guinea pigs. But it's, it's getting worse than that. They're wanting to test vaccines on the children of the UK, too. In fact, we've got a report out by, not to get off the topic, because I think this is on the topic, thevaccinereaction.org. Children are recruited in the UK for COVID-19 vaccine trial. Children! Uh, If you were with us on Saturday on the show that got pulled like two or three hours after it was up, it was going viral with Kate Shimarani, we talked about this. We talked about where you can go on the Internet. Children can get on there. In fact, they're they're being pushed into the homes. The uh, indoctrination system that holds itself up as education wants them online. They're doing their indoctrination from home online. And they can look and find out how they can be vaccinated without parental consent or parental knowledge. These people, I'm telling you, I've been telling you, Bradley's been telling you, the target for whatever their corrupt, evil schemes are is your children. 
It's your children. They want to turn you, your children into snitches against you and anybody else who disagrees with the official narrative of 5G, of vaccines, of COVID-19, of coronavirus. That's what they want to do. And here we have this piece out that says this. The University of Oxford's Jenner Institute and Oxford Vaccine Group in the United Kingdom has announced that its researchers have begun recruiting children aged 5 to 12 years for phase 2 and phase 3 clinical trials. These are trials testing an experimental COVID-19 vaccine the university is developing in partnership with AstraZeneca PLC. Ages 5 to 12, they want to test vaccines on. Hmm. Yeah, I'm a healthy kid. Uh, Parents are just going to say, yep, I want my kid to take care of Why? Because parents trust. Boy, I'm learning some stuff from my friend about trust and how it works in the law and the law system and the judicial system. Parents trust these people that they actually care for them. And I'm sure there are people who are ignorant who think they're doing the right thing in all of this. But the fact of the matter is, what in the world are people doing letting healthy children be stuck and pumped full of God knows what? Well, we know some of the stuff that's in there. Boarded fetal cells, mercury, all kinds of stuff you would never take in your mouth. And yet, parents are willing to let five-year-olds be pumped full of the stuff? Friends, that's child abuse. That's child abuse. Why aren't they taking adults who voluntarily want to go? Hmm? And why don't they inform them about what's in that vaccine they're fixing to get pumped full of? I can tell you. It's a protection of themselves. Here in the United States, no vaccine manufacturer, they have basically immunity. And then if you are harmed, if someone dies in the process of that, what happens? Well, there's a little fund that's quietly taken care of, and some people get in and some people don't, and there's been billions of dollars paid out to people who've been to families of people who've been harmed or killed from vaccines. That is a fact. That is a fact. Don't tell me, when they tell you about a vaccine being safe and legal, I tell them it's the same thing as the abortion. Margaret Sanger, Planned Parenthood, what I started with. There is no such thing as a safe and legal abortion. It is against the law of God. It is murder in the sight of God and man. It is in the sight of man. And there's nothing safe about it. It destroys women's psyche, breaks their hearts. You you talk to some of these women who have just had so many to where they've just seared their conscience. That's something completely different than those who've had one. Watch the depression take over. They know in their hearts what they've done. They've done something wrong. They may can't put the total finger on it because they've been lied to. But they know they've done something wrong. And they're hurt by it. They're actually hurt by that. Now, with that said, 
Let me continue on with what else she said. Number three, after the blacks and people of color who get the vaccine, following the healthcare workers, from their people with underlying health conditions. That's right. <laughs> I mean, isn't this interesting? This is what we've seen that came out of Italy. You remember they had one of these highest numbers of people with COVID-19, coronavirus, all this stuff, dying. and this, It was a big deal. And then we had this um, uh, parliament member over there calling out Bill Gates, calling out the lies that were there. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think it was two of them. One was a guy, one was a woman. Calling out the lies. And, oh, you know what? The people who were sitting in that, that those parliamentary, they wanted to shout them down. They wanted to groan and cry. You know why? I'll tell you why. Those people were getting money from these people. That's why they were groaning and crying. Uh-huh. That's why they were groaning and crying. And yet we found out in Italy what was happening. The people labeled as dying from COVID-19, coronavirus, all this other stuff, what was going on? They had underlying health conditions already. I want you to think about that. Number four, then people who are older, the elderly, those are the ones who all need it first. But for obvious reasons from that perspective of population control. We also need to think about essential workers. <laughs> that's very not uh, that's very Nazi-esque, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Think about those essential workers who are keeping our grocery stores open for us so we can buy food. Because if we can get a small percentage, 10 to 15% of those people to be offed through vaccines, well, then that limits the food production. Right? Those who are keeping our grocery stores open for us so we can buy food, not raise it ourselves, as God has said that we should do, and he told us how to do it. Yeah, most people don't even want to live in an agriculture culture. In fact, I watched a video it was some years ago, maybe 10 years ago. They were interviewing people in the big city. I think it was New York City. And they would come up to person after person. They go, so you shop here a lot. Yeah. And they're in the supermarket and they go, well, um, where do you think they get these potatoes from? And the person looks bewildered. Like, well, they get them from the store here. They have no idea the, the things grow in the ground. They're not even thinking about that. They just think, go to the store, get what I got. I, look, I think a lot of us are guilty of thinking that way. We need something, we go to the store, right? Look, we do a lot of that in our family. But it's like the it didn't even enter into these people's mind. It was like they grew it in a lab. No pun intended. It was like they grew it in a lab for consumption. The way they're trying to do meat and other things. Grow it in a lab. And this is what's going on. Melinda goes on to say, or who are making sure that food moves through the warehouses? Well, just because you got a lot of money don't make you the smartest person in the room, does it? (laughs) 
In fact, sometimes it makes you the stupidest person in the room. And that's what we're seeing here. Um, I'm going to have the link up here. You'll be able to read this at time.com. Um, this is what she was talking about. And by the way, look at this. They start off from 2018 to 2019. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation gave more money to the World Health Organization than any entity except the U.S. government. Well, obviously the question was, why is the U.S. government giving your money? They don't have money of themselves. Yeah, they print it out of thin air, but they attach it to you and me. Why is the U.S. government giving them any money? Now I realize we've been told that Donald Trump's cut him off. Good. That's a good thing. If he's if he's actually done all that, that's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. But here's the World Health Organization. The very people that the CEO of YouTube appeals to, that if you disagree with their regulations, their official narrative, including the fact that in April they were saying it's unhealthy for healthy people to wear a mask, and now in June it's, oh, after more data, we need healthy people to wear a mask. This is the same kind of double talk that we're hearing from the World Health Organization. They need to be disbanded and not listened to at all, like zero, not listened to. Cut off. Dealt with as frauds. That's what they should be dealt with, frauds. But our government isn't going to do that, are they? Our government isn't going to bring them to court. They aren't going to bring any justice any more than they are for Obama, Hillary, Eric Holder, any of those cats. I know a lot of you keep thinking that. I'm just telling you when they come out, they're going to get some excuse to get some low-level fish and let those criminals go. And it's all going to be for show so that you'll vote for them in November. Watch and see. Watch and see. This is the way it works. Okay? By the way, we're very clear on the fact that whether it is unborn children, born children, or adults, the Bible says that one of the several things, six things that God hates, are hands that shed innocent blood. And if you were planning this, and we have Bill Gates' quote, remember? He wants to cut the population by 10 or 15%. He is telling you what his desire is. It is to depopulate the earth. How is he doing that? One of the first things he says is vaccines. Vaccines. Not keep people alive. Kill people. Depopulation. He didn't use the term kill. He didn't use the term murder. He didn't use the term euthanasia or abort. He said at the end, lower the population. I tend to think the same thing, Matthew. Matthew says that Trump did not... Uh, defund them, that is all for show. I tend to think the same thing. He's a showman. He's a showman. Here's what else goes on with it. We're told, again, this comes from time, we're told that President Trump cut those ties. I mean, this is what they're saying. So if he didn't actually cut those ties, then we have fraud by the president of the United States that falls under high crimes and misdemeanors that what he told the American people, and he should be impeached if this is not what's going on. 
says with President Trump, Donald Trump cutting ties to the International Health Agency in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic, the Gates Foundation's work has come into sharper relief than ever. Co-chair Bill Gates announced at the Global Vaccine Summit on June 4th that it will give $1.6 billion over five years to the Vaccine Alliance, Gavi, to help ensure that people around the world have access to vaccines regardless of income. The Gates Foundation in 1999 pledged $750 million to help establish Gavi. You see this? Do you see the intertwining? It's kind of like the CIA taking your money. I forget how many millions of dollars, $15 million or something, to help start Google. And now what does Google do to you? It censors you if you don't follow the official narrative. It gives you the information it wants you to have, not the information you want to find. CIA did that. Additionally, he says, to help ensure that people around the world have access to vaccines, they put $750 million into established Gavi. The organization has since vaccinated more than 760 million children in undeserved areas. Now, what does that mean? Undeserved areas. And I want to ask you another question. Do we have the numbers out of those 760 million children? How many of them have autism? How, how many of them have um, immune deficiency as a result of that? How many of them ha- have died from getting that vaccine? I'd like to get those numbers. Can we have those numbers, please, Gavi? How many of these children in the UK, now that they're starting to get five, ages 5 to 12, are going to have the same kind of problems. And what parent would just say, yeah, just um, yeah, test it out on my kid. I, just test it out on him. <laughs> just, I can't even comprehend that. What that must, what be, must be going through people's, there's nothing going through their people's, people's brains. They're being controlled. There's just no doubt about it. The loving parent isn't going to just sit there and do that when there's no risk to their kids. I mean, what I, when I say that, the kids have no current immediate risk, and yet, oh, let's test that out. Yeah, pump my fit kid full of all kinds of stuff. I would never feed them. Do that, please. It's pretty incredible when you stop and think about it. Um, here's some of the things that I want to remind you of, uh, because I told you about it uh, yesterday, I believe it was. No, was it yesterday? No, we talked about it on Saturday. This was the show that was pulled, the Gavi um, Alliance, the Vaccine Summit. This was the video that was pulled. You can still see it. It's up on sonsoflibertymedia.com. It's on my Facebook page for the, those of you who are on there. You just have to scroll down a little bit on it. And see, it doesn't matter if YouTube pulls it or not, because all that's doing, we're ticking up things that we're going to use them in a lawsuit. Okay. Currently, I've got four or five videos that have been pulled claiming that it's not in line with their terms of service while they come out from under the protection of a platform to be a censorer, a publisher who censors when they don't have to. We're responsible for the content, not them. And yet they want to cut that message off so that people don't hear the truth so that they can't distinguish between the truth and the lie. So here's the thing. Let me give you a couple of things that Melinda Gates' husband said at this vaccine summit. 
okay? And they're going to be giving $1.6 billion over the next five years to Gabby. Okay? Now, I want to ask you something. Do you actually think that Bill Gates is doing this out of gen- generosity of his heart? Now, he's like the Pharisees who gave their money. They want the praise of men, and that's what their, that's what their desire is. And they want power, and usually along with that comes money. Okay? Bill Gates keeps giving away all this money, and yet he continues to increase in his riches. Stop and think about that for just a moment. Now, I'm all forgiving. God says he'll open up the windows of heaven and he'll pour out a blessing that his people can't even take in. Okay? But Bill Gates isn't a Christian. So here's what happened. In the interview with Time, a question was posed to Bill Gates. The scale of anti-racism protests we're seeing right now is incredible. How does this moment relate to your work in health equity? Well, didn't his wife already tell us? Oh, the blacks need these vaccines more than anybody else. Here's what Bill says. What happened to George Floyd Floyd was brutal and horrible and should never have happened to anyone anywhere. This is a moment of reckoning in the United States. We all need to really pause during this time and learn as best we can from it. No, we don't need to pause and learn as best we can. We need some justice done, swift justice, to the guys who did it. That's what we need. You, you do that, and you'll learn real quick. There's no pausing. You see what happens to the person who does something like Derek Chauvin did on the video, at least from what we see. Uh, you give them a Swiss punishment, everybody learns real quick. You don't do stuff like that. Even before we saw this senseless death, COVID had already started to show us gaps and structural problems in our country. Yeah, liars and manipulators. That's what it showed us. Everybody's walked back virtually everything they said about that. Virtually everybody, except those who continue to want to have their hands around your throat, their boot on your neck, their knee on your neck, if you will. We are seeing black men die at a disproportionate rate. We know the way out of COVID-19 will be a vaccine, and it needs to go out equitably. Oh, I like that word. I'm learning a lot about equitably and equitable and equity. And it's tied to God's law. That's what I'm learning. And Bill Gates ain't promoting God's law, folks. He's not doing that. So he's asked, how do you make sure that happens? Well, you make sure the vaccine doesn't go to the highest bidder. Because that would be Bill Gates. He's already got his bid in. He's already hedged his bet. He's pumping $1.6 billion into Gavi over the next five years. He's pumped all kinds of billions of dollars into the World Health Organization. He is the highest bidder, folks. He's the highest bidder. He says, Gavi uses a pooled set of resources from governments (laughs) and private citizens. Well, who do you think governments get their money from? They're tacked on to private citizens. Hello? That's where they're getting their resources from. He says, so you can make sure that when you go to purchase the vaccine, you see that when you go to purchase the vaccine, well, how much is that vaccine going to cost people there, uh, Billy? He says, you purchase it in bulk at low prices. 
We've gotten the delivery system over 20 years, really set up appropriately. The pledging event means governments around the world will step up in global cooperation to all say, quote, we care about this vaccine getting out equitably. <laughs> he then says, the first people that need this vaccine are the 60 million healthcare workers around the world. They deserve to get it before anybody else. Then you start the cheering. This is the whole thing. I mean, this is the whole thing. The problem is, is this is very much like the scenario that I presented to you at, at the first, which has to do with Margaret Sanger. It is just another angle of coming at this. Okay. Now, as far as President Trump is concerned, he said we're going to use the military. We're going to have them organized and ready by November. Kind of curious that that happens in November, isn't it? Right there around election time, just after whatever. Up and through January. Several hundred million of these vaccines ready. We've bought the syringes. They have RFID tags that you can or cannot use. Okay. And they're going to be ready to give the vaccination to people who want it. Now, if you remember in the Fox interview, he didn't say to people who want it. He says the vast majority of people are going to get it. Um, and it was almost a response to, are we going to have to do this to go back to work, to go back to normal? He says, no, we have a vaccine. You guys heard it. That's why I said it was a hint at mandatory vaccines. I didn't say he said mandatory vaccines. Some people have misconstrued what I said. They have presented fake news that I didn't say and that Donald Trump didn't say. But the hinting was there. All of you heard it who, was, who were on the show that day. I played the entire thing in the context. Now, Bill Gates at the time of this, at the Gavi conference here says that they're probably 18 months out from this vaccination. Now remember, this just happened. First of this month. The fourth of this month, excuse me. 18 months out. And you recall that some of these lockdowns and all these measures of essential and non-essential and all this other nonsense, they were projecting out 18 months from that time. He says, do you have concerns? This is what Time Magazine asked. Okay. Do you have concerns about how a Trump administration, if Trump is still president at the time, will distribute the vaccine? He says, we're all concerned that the vaccine not go to the highest bidder. Again, he puts that in. He is the highest bidder. He's already pumped the money into it. He's got a lot of money to make from it. And he's really too old to be thinking like that. He's got an eternity right before him. And um, you know what? You ain't going to take that with you, bro. Ain't going to take it with you. There are some signs that early doses may get bought up, and I think that would be a shame for the entire world. It's important for world leaders to step up and lock arms and say, this is about everybody, whether you live in India, Tanzania, or Switzerland. Well, if it's, if it's about everybody, and you got all this money there, Billy Boy, instead of just funding the development, why don't you fund the vaccine too? Why don't you just give it away for free if that's what you really think? 
why would you charge people to help them? I mean, if this is what you say, you're not a doctor. You can't even stop a virus from getting into your Windows platform. People still on Windows 10 still get the blue screen of death. (laughs) You can't stop a virus in your operating system. Why in the world would I trust you as somebody who has no medical knowledge to give me or my children a vaccine? See, people don't ask those kinds of questions. Oh, we just need a vaccine. Vaccine will get us out of all this. At least that's what I'm hearing that they're telling me in the UK. That is the word over there. Okay? And by the way, this is tied right to Agenda 2020, or Agenda 21, Agenda 2030. We're going to be talking about that on, on Friday. I told you we're going to talk to Carrie Rivera on Thursday about this Gabby Summit and, and the vaccines. On Friday, we're going to have Debbie Bacajalupi. She's going to be joining me live. It's going to be 3 a.m. where she is on the West Coast. And we had a conversation yesterday. We hadn't talked in a while. She's going to be talking about how all of these things play in right in from the rioting, from the, the martial law, from the vaccines, and all of this stuff play right in to the United Nations Agenda, uh, Agenda 21. Right into it. And yet people think, oh, well, we're, we're not going down that road. We're, we're America first. We're America first. Mm-hmm. Which is why you were sold out in the USMCA. You were sold out. Your sovereignty was sold out. And you need to pay attention to that. As I read before, majority of Donald, cabinet, uh, Donald Trump's cabinet and his advisors are either Bilderberg attendees or CFR members. That's Council on Foreign Relations for those who, who don't know. He hasn't drained the swamp, people. He isn't going to drain the swamp. He keeps putting it back in. Yeah, you may see a James Comey get fired. You may see some people leave. But who's replacing them? Swamp creatures. You guys don't really think Bill Barr is going to bring some serious justice, do you? Huh? You don't know his history if you think so. It's going to bring a lot of injustice. That's what's going on. So they talk about these people, healthcare workers. Boy, if you get um, a small percentage of those health workers gone, who's going to replace them? Hmm? For traumatic, I, I, I only recommend, I mean, look, I'm not a medical doctor either, but I got some common sense here, which isn't too common, it doesn't seem like. There is no way I'm going to a hospital unless I think I'm dying. There's just no way I'm going. In the hospital, you go in there for the littlest thing, and they're wanting to cut out stuff and pump you full of medicines and stuff like that. And sometimes it's necessary. I'm not saying it's not for trauma. I was thankful when I had the gallstones for whatever they gave me, morphine and something else that just it took it away, took the pain away. It was great. But you know what? They didn't offer. They were wanting to cut my gallbladder out. Made me stay in the hospital overnight so they could do it. Next morning, the doctor comes in and says, well, this is elective surgery. You don't have to have it. We, you know, just kind of stay away from this. Can I reverse that, doc? Can I reverse these stones? Well, no, you can't do that. They're just there forever. I mean, they lie to your face about that, and they, they have lied to my face about it because I know different. 
and then they stick you with an eighteen thousand, twenty thousand dollar bill just to spend the night in the, ho- in the in the hospital, like a hotel. It's a very expensive hotel. And then when you tell them your self pay, they can whittle that down to about five grand. Tells you how much money they're actually making, doesn't it? Huh? And yet we're told we need to bail them out. We we the people who they're who they're taking advantage of, we need to bail them out. Big companies putting money into these things like this. We need to bail them out. It's crooked as a dog's hind leg. It is crooked, I'm telling you. And just remember, Bill, remember what Bill has said. The world today has 6.8 billion people. That's heading up to about 9 billion. If we do a really good job on new vaccines, health care, and reproductive health services... We could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. Bill Gates believes in depopulation. He believes that some people should lose their life, lives for the sake of the greater good. Now, what is that? Can you say communism? Can you say communism? Again, now we see the targeting of children over in the UK. This is this is probably I, I'm assuming this is something fairly new um, for UK children as far as a, tr- a trial and test period on vaccines. They've been doing them in third world countries. There are a lot of people who are ticked off in those third world countries from what Bill Gates has brought to them, and this is why a lot of guys. From that House of Representatives, I forget the country. I, I want to say Nigeria, but that may not be it. But they accused Bill Gates of trying to bribe them in through that the compulsory um, vaccination bill that was going through. One of the things is, and by the way, speaking of greater good, from this article at vaccinereaction.org, Personal benefit and contributing to the quote-unquote greater good are the two most common reasons parents cite for enrolling their children in vaccine trials. Yes, enroll my child. Don't put, don't put that stuff in me, but put it in my kid. Does that sound like love to you? The doctor there, Shamez Ladhani, I guess that's how you pronounce his name, he commented that while there are risks, vaccine adverse reactions are rare. Uh-huh. If you listen to Kate Shimerani on Saturday, what you'll find out is when they do the tests, they go from 10 to 30 days, and they don't really look long-term. Okay? I agree. Wes, uh, God tells us that we are to be fruitful and multiply, to fill the earth and take dominion over it. Christians have been taught to limit their families, to control the, the, the growth of their families. Boy, I I could take a whole hour on this one because I got to tell you, uh, when me and my wife, when we got married, we had determined, well, let's take some time. Let's enjoy one another as a a newlywed couple, and then we'll start planning our family, right? Immediately, within two months, we're just convicted over what Scripture teaches about the family. And about how the family grows and how God blesses the family. That children are a reward from him. They're a blessing. They're like, hand, they're like arrows in the hands of a mighty man. 
when you fire them out into the culture. And yet, in our society, Christians have been taught children are a burden. Debt's good. Getting that new car is good. Getting the most expensive house is good. Going to debt for it is good. And the Bible says it's a curse. Do you see the lies that have been bought up by the people of God, of all people? It's not anything new. But the command to those who believe those lies is to repent. Stop believing the lie. Believe the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Now, this is Dr. Lethani. I'm running out of time here. He's frequently involved in vaccine trials, said some side effects you actually don't find out. <laughs> You don't find out until you have given 100,000 doses. That's always a worry. You think? But there isn't a clinical trial that's big enough that can pick that up. Well, Dr. Ladhani, there's plenty of evidence to suggest that vaccines do not prevent the very things that they say they prevent. And you know the adverse effects of this. You know it. And yet you sit here and try to justify it. I don't know of one study that actually proves that because you got a vaccine, it stopped you from getting whatever disease, whatever thing. I don't know of one of them that does that. That is an assumption. I put this in there. That must have. They didn't get the thing... Because A happened and B didn't happen, then C must be the conclusion. That A prevented B. That's illogical, folks. That's illogical. And here we are, faced with the gates, unelected people, working with bureaucrats and organizations that they started. It's sort of a conflict of interest here, isn't it? wanting to sell a product, to make money on it, use children in the process, and they have the same plan as Margaret Sanger. What do you think the outcome of that's going to be? What do you think the outcome of that's going to be? Ain't going to be good. Definitely doesn't honor God. It's something we should all reject. Watch for this video to be pulled within the next four hours. Download it if you want it. You have my permission. <laughs> but it'll be up on other platforms as well. Tomorrow's Rotten to the Core Wednesday with Lynn Taylor. 23 hours. Lord willing, we'll see you then.